Hello, and welcome back to the Bober Academy Football Podcast. As we continue our Lyman of the Week series, we're joined by Grand Island Northwest this week. I'm your host, Chris Bober, eight-year NFL veteran, four years with the Giants, four years with the Chiefs, and had the privilege of starting a game at every position in the O-line in the NFL. I'm also the founder of the Bober Academy, where our mission is to train and develop superior linemen to dominate on the gridiron. And of course, I'm the offensive line coach at Creighton Prep here in Omaha, Nebraska. Um, before we get started, just a quick reminder, if you're listening to this podcast, please subscribe to our podcast channel. That way you're notified when we drop new episodes once or twice a week. Um, if you're watching this on YouTube, right down there is a subscribe button. I sure would appreciate it if you'd subscribe to our channel. We have tons of great content out there. And and our handle is at Bober Academy on social media. So retweet, like, comment, share all the things that you all do on social media. Now, um, this is, of course, my favorite part of the podcast is I get to bring in offensive linemen here in the in the regional area um, because offensive linemen don't get interviewed in the paper. They don't have stats, but obviously we know we're, we're the best looking, the smartest guys out there. But I like to feature these guys out there. And, you know, this week – one of my favorite teams, and this is a team, Grand Island Northwest is a team that every single year, they are always solid. And when it gets to playoff time, they they play good football. I was at the game last year when they beat the Elkhorn Anglers, uh, a team that was highly ranked, and they came out and took it to them. And every single year, they seem to kind of just build up and get some steam by the end of the year. So I got Coach um, Coach Stein here today, which I really appreciate him coming on. I also have a couple O-linemen here. Looks like a senior uh, – left guard Tucker Wiegert and um, the left tackle is just a junior uh, Brandon Bykirk. Thanks for joining us tonight, guys. I really appreciate you coming on. Thanks, thanks for having me. Yeah. Thanks, thanks. Awesome. Awesome. Let's talk about some, some Viking football here. Um, all, all the way out there in Grand Island, you guys continually have just a solid, solid program. You know, your season so far, coach, it seems like every year you guys kind of, kind of roll out of the gates instead of bursting out of the gates. But by the end of the year, you're, you're playing good football. You know, this year you start one and three, and then you've rattled off, what, four games in a row, four wins in a row. Looks like you've won your district. Um, so you're in great shape for the playoffs. Tell me about kind of the story of the season so far and, you know, where you guys started to where you are right now. Well, you know, our, our first, uh, you know, our first six games, um, those six teams were ranked in the top seven. So, you know, yeah, start out one and three, but then, you know, finished at three and three. So that was – you know, that, that was nice. Um, you know, it's just, you know, we're kind of a program that kind of knows that uh, we need to play our best ball at the end. And and we don't need to really push, you know, for everything, you know, especially early in the season. So uh, we want to be playing our best at the end. And then, you know, as like you said, you know, the season and this, this podcast is built around O-linemen. And uh, we felt great about our, our O-line and our depth, you know, kind of come into the season. And then uh, we lose uh, two doozy of kids you know cooper ewald he's been a uh this would have been his third year starting then we lost tucker both in the second quarter of our first game so um put us in a tailspin so we started a different set of linemen for week two different set for week three different set for week four different set for week five then we get a big act then we i think week five we uh five or six we bring back tucker you know he came back and then um and, you know, the next week we lose uh, another one. So we're uh, – so Tucker's only played three-ish games for us. Yeah, three I games. Think, yeah, two two full ones, right? 
Yeah, two full ones and then a little bit of that first one. And then and then we lose, you know, another good one in Zach Mater. So we're kind of piecing things together. We got some, you know, you know, guys like Brandon, you know, he started as for us as a sophomore, you know, kinda out of necessity. And we got a we had a Gabe Ruiz who really stepped up and an Eli Carroll who stepped up that, that we weren't really planning on and uh, and they're playing extremely well. So uh, it's uh it's kinda nice that now this is our I think our third week of going with the with the same O line. So we're pretty excited to play York with with guys that know, you know, who the guy is to the left and to the right of them. Yeah, yeah. And you know, again, this is my first year coaching in high school. I've been around football, of course, my whole life. And it's just it's I'm just loving it. But um one of the things I'm noticing is that uh, you know, you start the season just like you talked about, because we had the same thing here at prep. We had a monster schedule. Our first six games were against top ten teams. But what our head coach has talked about is like we gotta be playing our best football by the time we get to our district. Yeah. So those are the important games. Those are the themes that give you more PowerPoints, they give you better seeding in the playoffs. Is that kind of your message to your team when you when you kind of start the year? Yeah, I you know, I don't think we really um we don't really kind of push you know, that to, about the district games until it gets to the district games. Um, you know, for us, uh, you know, our guys kind of work in the offseason, work in the preseason, you know, because we get to face Aurora week one. And, that's mm-hmm. you know, that's the one that, that we always circle on our calendar and they circle for us. So so that kind of gives us that motivation. And then and then it's, you know, after that, it's cause that's that rivalry game that we all want. And then mm-hmm. um, then after that, it's kind of just that week by week, just get, just get a little bit better, just get a little bit better this week, get a little bit better next week. And, you know, then and then once districts come around, it's like, okay, okay, now it's time to – not that really gets serious. Let's go out and, you know, just win ball games. Nice, nice, nice. Now, Tucker, I guess um, I didn't know your your story of, you know, your senior year. Um, looking forward to a great year. And then, of course, you go down and you have to kind of be a good teammate. Uh, then you get back on the field. Tell me kind of your journey this season from, you know, probably coming in with a lot of expectations and, you know, having to sit out for a little while and then finally get back on the field. What's that kind of roller coaster of emotions been for you? Yeah, uh, I never expected to go out senior year. I've never had problems with my knees or anything until then. And then uh, just I tore it, and then it was a partial tear. So I had a chance coming back. I just had to do a lot of work and then watch my linemen, help them uh, improve while I was out, help the backups. And then I got the word that I could come back for Hastings. So I was hyped about that. And it was at home. So it was first game back at home, which was nice. Nice. So, you know, what was it um, when you were, were injured? Were you kind of out there, like kind of being like an assistant coach for the O-line? Uh, I was helping them a little. I was helping. Yeah, I mm-hmm. would just like get, stay with them a lot because I knew I wasn't going to play defense, but I would still be over there with the defense too. But I was always helping the O-line, just mm-hmm. getting them back. <laughs> You know, Chris, he did a great job that that first week. You know, when he was hurt, he, he was he was pretty down. You know, and it was he was out at practice, but um, he was just out there at practice. And then that second week, okay, it's like all right, I have to just kind of sit a few weeks, and and he really did. He kind of just started nitpicking some of our guys that were coming in for him and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and helping them out for a couple weeks. And then and then that last week or two before he was ready to play. Um, he did something that I've never seen anybody do. You know, I mean, our old line would call a play. The old line would go up to the line of scrimmage, and he was probably eight yards behind the left guard, taking his stance, 
doing his steps, doing everything against air, you know, eight, 10 yards directly behind the left guard. You know, so when he got the clearance to kind of, you know, get back in there, I mean, it was, he just jumped right in and it wasn't, uh, wasn't a big deal. So he helped others and then prepared, prepared himself, you know, coming close to that game time. Wow, that, that shows a lot of maturity right there. And um, I guess as a coach, we can use about 20 of those guys in our team. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, now, Brandon, tell me how the season's gone for you. It sounds like you've been one of the um, the mainstays in there, um, playing left tackle um, and doing all the things you do. You know, what, Have you had to step up a little bit, be more of a leader? And how, what have you seen your guys kind of follow you up front? Uh, yeah, I would say I've definitely had to take more of a leadership position, which is uh, kind of – Something that was uh, a change for me this year, I would say. Um, but as Coach Stein said, uh, we've had a lot of different line changes. And um, I blocked a lot with Tucker last year. And it's easy to block with Tucker because I know what he's capable of. And I know uh, what what assignments he can do and which he can't. And I kind of had to block with some different left guards uh, when T- in Tucker's absence, uh, Eli Carroll, uh, Isaac Martinez. So... Um, it's just the small things, like even in game when when those guys had uh, questions about what steps to take or uh, you know just anything about the play, I would lean over and I'd tell them you know where to go because I've kind of been in the offensive system for a while now and um, yeah, I definitely had to take more of a leadership position. I'd say I kind of embraced and I kind of enjoyed it. Nice, nice. I, I love to hear that. Hear hear those guys step up and doing that. Now, coach, you guys got a pretty big game this week. Um, tell me about your um, – obviously, you you got a game plan and you don't have to clear that out here. Uh, but tell me about kind of how you guys are preparing for this Week 9 game. Obviously, it's a big game. You guys – it looks like you've won your district. You're going to the playoffs. Um, how? What's your message to your guys this week uh, about um, playing Week 9? You know, if we – I kind of said earlier, you know, in the preseason, you know, you always you always circle in that Aurora game and, and you're kind of for that, you know, and then and – then, Right after that Aurora game, you, you circle the York game. You know, every every school has that, you know, yeah. rivalry one, rivalry two type thing, and and, and you want to get it, you know, and we let one slip out. Like we talked about it, you know. Last year, you know, we were up and 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 we're having a comfortable probably seven-point lead, and we gave up a score with like a minute and a half, two minutes left. Uh, well, we were actually up by four, so then um, they go up by three, and then we march right down the field, have a great kicker, uh, Peyton Antwood, who's having a heck of a career now at uh, Concordia, and um, on their wet, you know, grassy field, slips and falls, and we, and we miss the field goal to go to, to overtime. So that kind of leaves a sour taste in our mouth right there. And uh, and then we had to go on the road against Elkhorn, uh, you know, which we didn't want to do. We wanted that home game. So, um you know, York is one of those that when you talk about game plan, you know exactly what they're going to do. Their defense mm-hmm. is just absolutely legit. Um, you know, scoring on them is going to be hard. Uh, they're going to slow the game down offensively. So uh, our position has got to count. Um, they play an incredible uh, 3-4 scheme. Um, so, you know, versus the 3-4, you got to be able to run the ball. And if you can't run the ball, then uh, then you're in trouble. And so uh, you got to change some change a little bit of schematics, you know, for how they play their three, four, because they're so, so good with that. And they're outside the area, such well-trained outside linebackers that, that just dominate the, the run game and the pass game. So you got to have the down, you know, our, our big thing is the downhill run. Our downhill yep. run has to be 
incredible because uh, we can't – they want you to stretch the ball sideline to sideline and make the tackle by scrimmage. So um, that's our thing is we've been talking about point of attack, you know, point of attack, you know, and um, we got to be good right at it and, and be downhill with these cats. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, this being such a big game, you know, obviously you have a playoff game after that. So you, you want to push for this game, but not that it's a season, but to, to as like a stepping stone get into the playoffs. Um, now, Brandon, tell me about you guys. How, how's your preparation going so far this week for York? Um, I would say uh, it's been pretty great so far. Uh, we are uh, changed up our scheme a little bit. Um, and I think every single guy in our O-line has – been uh, great and picking this up quick and uh and learning it and i think so far through our first couple practices i think even with all these new assignment changes we're all picking it up very well and i think we're at a very good spot this week so far nice nice now how about you tucker i mean you got those fresh legs right you only got a couple games in you you're kind of yeah still chomping at the bit man what do you what do you see this game coming down to this week and how you guys gonna be able to pull off the win yeah, I think we got a pretty good game plan right now. Uh, it's about we're doing pretty good O line. Uh, we just got to know that we got to be able to run the ball, and that's how it's gonna have to be. Otherwise, it's gonna be a dogfight to the end. Yeah, yeah, and I always like these um these playoff type games towards the end of the season because then just get you ready for the real playoffs. So um, that, that'll be a great challenge for you guys. Um, now, coach, um, tell me about your offense. You know. I, I've seen some film on you guys. I haven't been able to see you guys in person, really. Um, but it sounds like you guys obviously want to run the ball. You guys got a pretty balanced look up there. Tell me about what you guys are doing over there and some of your um, skilled players and what they're what they're bringing to the table for you guys this year. Yeah, you know we're. Uh, you know, I've always been a Big Ten personnel guy. That's 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 my bread and butter where where we like to kind of be at. Uh, you know, we, uh, we changed a couple of years ago. Um, you know, his son Joe is a, is a nice tight end. We have Hayden Atkins, who also is a is a nice tight end. So we like, well, we got these two cats coming up, you know. So, so let's get the let's get that going a little bit. And so we run a lot more eleven personnel um, uh, with that. And uh, so you know, for years we've been a inside outside zone. That's where we're gonna kind of kind of lay our hat on. We have to be able that's. That's like our bread and butter, and then uh, and when we do like to to have a little option game, you know, with a little you know pin and pull, and uh, mm -hmm. you know getting that guard, you know, pulling that guard up to you know inside backer and stuff like that. So that's that's kind of our bread and butter as far as running the ball wise goes. Um, and then um, you know teams kind of know against us that we're gonna we're gonna throw the heck out of quicks. So we loved uh, yeah. we loved uh, you know shotgun wise three step, you know, really one step drop out of that. And, and yep. throw the pitches and outs and the verts and stuff like that, and then and then we love to roll out. You know, that's kind of really where we where we kind of stay. Um, and one thing that's been nice for us is, um, yeah, we got it. We got a nice O line that you know, does our job, but uh, we got kids like you know, it's kind of strange. You know, Tucker Weger, there's a, a heck of a thick O guard, you know, O lineman for us and a guard for us, and his twin brother is. Uh, is the speedy receiver. I mean, he can just blow the top off it. He's a heck of a long jumper, you know, 200, 400 guy, you know, so he, that's been great for us because he's been able to take the top off of defenses. And then on the other opposite of him, we got a, a junior about six, three, I'm guessing one ninety, one ninety five. 95. That's about a half step slower than him that can also take the top off. And we like just to throw jump balls out to him. And then we kind of have a little Wes Welker type guy. I like to, you know, um, <laughs> Um, so, uh, you know, we put a little West, we have a little West Welker in uh, Easton Bachman, and then we got a big, tall kind of, uh, um, 
lanky receiver, you know, and then we got just the speedster, the long jumper on the other end. And then, and then we got two running backs that are absolutely inside outside zone runners. They are, they are downhill thicker type kids that, uh, that really want to really want to get downhill. It's kind of like your, uh, they're kind of like your, uh, uh uh, your Chiefs uh, running back that came from LSU. Um, yeah, Hilaire. Clyde Hilaire. Yes, they're they're both like him. They're both that kind of that stockier, not very tall, and really uh, really run downhill. So it's good, you know, inside outside zones are a really good concept for them. And then we got just a wiry gunslinger uh, quarterback in Cam Jansen. You never know where the ball is going to go. He throws off platform extremely well, um, and so he he throws the ball you know real well. Yeah, you know, the good thing about that, and I saw that last year up here in Elkhorn when, um, you know, when you guys need to score quick, you can. You know, you, it's like you're always trying to do that. You want to get some balance, but it, you know, makes the defense have to cover the entire field and put put the ball in your best playmaker's hands. Yeah. Um, so, Brandon, tell me about this offense. What what your role as a left tackle? You know, sounds like you guys pass the ball a lot. What's your favorite part about your offense and what you guys are doing? Uh, my favorite part about the offense is kind of how explosive we've been uh, so far. Uh, bo- uh, blocking for Cam uh, is very easy. Coach Dine likes to call him a gamer, and I kind of like that term. Uh, he just Cam kind of has a different kind of swagger to him. to him on a Friday night, and he gets in rhythm. Uh, he really makes blocking quicks really easy for us up front because he's just catching and slinging it everywhere. Um, but yeah, my favorite part about the offense is uh, probably blocking for cam and just watch him throw a wild ball to cam walker in the end zone or a 50 yard pass to chase weegard and watching him score i mean that's probably my favorite part awesome awesome now tucker you got to sit there and watch this offense probably for the first time in years um when you were sitting there watching it what were your thoughts about um you know your offense and what you guys do and and obviously while you're waiting to get back in there you probably probably saw a little different angle than you did while you're playing yeah um well, at the start, I was a little nervous because for Scott, we could not run the ball at all. It was it was a struggle. And then you got Cam. He got the pass game going. Pat, we've been passing pretty good this year. And then Chase, yeah, my brother, he got a lot of – he's uh, very fast, can outrun uh, the corners pretty good. And so we always rely, and I, oh, I trust Jens as a quarterback. That's awesome. Well, the twin brother, it sounds like he got the speed, but you got the you got the brawn, the brawn and probably yeah. you know the smarts and the looks. We're all linemen, so we get all that stuff. He's just the fast yeah. guy. But um all right. Um so coach, um as you kind of wrap up here a little bit, um tell me about you mentioned a lot of guys on your O line, but tell me about some of the guys that are really contributing up front for you guys. Just kind of share a little bit about them and what they're doing. We got two big studs on here right now, but I know you got a bunch of other guys that contribute too. You know, we you know that you're you're exactly right. Uh, you know, we when we came into the season, we really kind of knew that uh, that two that two positions were hammered down, and that's that's these two cats. We knew that, that Tuck was going to be a guard. You know, we didn't know you know which side, and we knew that Brandon. You know, because they were awesome for us last year. You know, Tucker got you know was like our sixth lineman last year, and and we lost one right away. And you know, we lost him in our in our in our scrimmage. So yeah. bam. 
Tucker going right in there and, and has a heck of a season for us. And and Brandon then, you know, has, has a heck of a season for us last year. So we knew those two cats were in there. But then uh, we didn't – and that – oh, sorry, and I take it back. And and we knew that Cooper Ewald, our returning center, um, loved him. We are like, man, those three cats are in there, but we don't know who our other two are going to be. And then we end up losing Coop right away. So that, that kind of gave the struggle. So – you know, the Eli Carroll and especially Gabe Ruiz have been incredible um, just surprises, you know. I mean, we got a left tackle in, in Brandon Biker, who's a junior. On the other side of the right tackle, we go with a guard at Gabe Ruiz. Uh, sorry, a, a sophomore in Gabe Ruiz. Gabe Ruiz. And then uh, so we're like, okay, so these cats are playing okay. And then all of a sudden this Tyson Brewer, you know, um, comes out um, this year and just – we moved from a tackle to a guard, and um, boy, has it just been a wonderful fit for him. Done a, he has been probably the, uh, you know, Tyson and Gabe have probably been the the absolute biggest surprises for us, and pleasant surprises. And they just uh, they work hard. They get they get mad when they mess up. Boy, both of them today got so frustrated because they because they just messed up. They just missed yeah. you. Know, if they missed a scheme, missed somebody, or or mess up a, a scheme, something like that, and uh, and so they're just real passionate about it, you know. And then Eli Carroll's just been steady for us at center. We know he he was at guard for a while, like Brandon said, but then uh, we moved him into that center, and that's just a, a much better home for him. So those guys, and then you know you have a have a um, Isaac Martinez who's just he starts at a D tackle for us, but he can come in for either one of our guards and and, and do great, you know, for us, and then. We have kind of a young guy in, in Lane and Connor who's uh, who's ready in case uh, we need something with if Brandon or, or Gabe goes down to tackle. So those are kind of our those are kind of our I won't say our ponies up front that uh, have been um, you know mainstays for us, especially after losing you know a couple of hammers in in Zach Weger and, and Cooper Ewald for us. Yep, yep. You know, um, I, I think as a coach, it's so cool to see some of these guys, and what I call it is varsity scar tissue, right? You know, you got to get them out there and they got to experience what it's like to play varsity football. And once yeah. they do, the, the growth of them happens fast yeah. and you see them start to kind of get it. And it's this amazing thing to watch. And, and having to go, you guys have gone through that. Now you guys kind of have a little bit of a, you know, a much better situation with guys that, you know, are ready to play when, when something else happens. So that, that's a great situation. I, I know what that's like having gone through that myself. Um now, Brandon, you know, you stepped in as a leader this year as only a junior, but um, tell me some more about your guys up front. Um, you've been out there. What's it like with these guys out in the huddle and in practice? Kind of so, share with me some of their personality traits and what's going on up there. You know, Tucker can kind of be a loud mouth. He's kind of a cornball of the O-line. And then Tyson Brewer has his moments as well, and so does it Ruiz. Um, I say I'm probably the quietest one on the line, but uh, I was – which I think is okay for that. I think you need at least one, at least one guy on the line who can kind of focus in a little bit. But I think all, all four, uh, uh, Tucker, Eli Carroll, Brewer, and Ruiz, I think all of them just have great personalities and they're all great uh, friends to be around. Yeah, I, I love it when the O line are close. You know, when I was an O lineman, we go and we go to buffets together and just wreck of a buffet you know you know get it you all that kind of fun stuff so it's good to see you guys um growing closer together now tucker you're the senior we're going to give you the last word here you get the last chance to kind of share anything that you think is funny something maybe people don't know about some of your o-linemen up there 
feel free to embarrass them. You know, who's the, who's the funny one? Who's the smelly one? Is there a funny story? Um, again, senior, you get to, you get the last, last word here. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, biker, he just never really talks, <laughs> which I thought was funny to me. Cause there was this one time this last year, uh, we were coming from the sleds and he was like yelling about stuff. And I, I was the first time I ever heard him yell. And I was like, Holy crap. <laughs> and then, nice. uh, you always, you always have Gabe. Gabe always has something funny to say no matter when or wherever. But then when he's makes a mistake, you'll hear it. He'll be, he'll be loud and then he'll like get mad and then he'll go in and fix it and fix his mistake. And then he'll be good. Nice, nice. Well, sounds like you guys have a pretty special group up there having to use multiple guys. Um, coach, last thing as, as we do, we'll wrap this up here now. Um, do you, a lot of coaches will have like a, a theme for the year. Um, do you guys have one of those this year? You know, it, every year, sometimes coaches will come up with a theme or, or what is it your, what's your message to your guys? You know, I know as a coach, usually you want to have something that you lean on. What, what's your message to your guys, you know, week in and week out? Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't do, um, you know, a yearly theme, you know, you know, get after it, go get it, earn what's yours, whatever, anything like that. We don't, we don't do that. You know, we're, you know, I stole from everything from PJ Fleck, you know, years ago on, on row the boat. So, and we're Vikings, you know, so, so, uh, you know, I follow everything, you know, with that, we're ready to break down on row and stuff like that. Uh, you know, I'm not a big, uh, um, lecture type guy, you know, I mean, I, I, before practice, we just kind of get out and get going. After practice, I like to keep things like underneath 30 seconds. Um, mm. Just because I, I think that, you know, after games, after after practices, and, you know, last thing they want to do is hear kind of uh, just lecture and whatnot. And I'm it's just that's just not me, you know. Uh, we have guys like, uh, you know, Coach Shambly on our team uh, he, who who he does our pregame speeches. You know, I'd, I'd only do those because I think he's <laughs> – He's full energy, uh, young buck that just uh, gets the dudes hyped up, you know, like that. You know, Coach Journey with our he runs our offensive line. Uh, you know, this is his second year with us. You know, came from the Brandon Cool system at uh, at Carney. He also, you know, he loves the pole. You know, he loves the the zone, and 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 he's been coached well. So I, I let them go. I let Coach Carter go. You know, Coach Ionetic. You know, he he's the one that's going to lecture our defenses and stuff like that. So I try to kind of let them go. So as far as matches messages go. You know, I we don't really, I don't really, uh, you know, buy into the the one every year, you know, something or, or every week something. You know, I think it's we just kind of address what what it is, you know, and and the importance of this week versus York and and you know the playoffs means and and and, and it's York and that yeah you know we that we that we stubbed our toe last year and we shouldn't have. So I just kind of bring up those points, let them kind of simmer, and we move on. Nice, nice. That also lets the guys kind of take some ownership of that too. So whatever you guys are doing out there, it's working really well. Um, again, quick before I end this thing, you know, subscribe to our podcast channel right down there is a YouTube link. And of course, it's at Mober Academy and all the social media channels. So gentlemen, best of luck this week against a, a good opponent. And especially as you head into the playoffs, I wish you nothing but um, health going forward. And um, I'd love to see you guys out there winning some big games here as we finish the season. So thank you so much for joining us on the Bober Academy football podcast. Can't wait to see you guys perform this week and into the playoffs. Thanks for coming on guys. All right. Uh, thanks yeah, for thank having you. us.